twelve. In former times the canonical penalties were imposed not after but before absolution, as tests of true contrition. 13. The dying are freed by death from all penalties. They are already dead to canonical rules and have a right to be released from them. 14. The imperfect health of soul, that is to say the imperfect love of the dying, brings with it of necessity great fear, and the smaller the love, the greater is the fear. 15. This fear and horror is sufficient of itself alone, to say nothing of other things, to constitute the penalty of purgatory, since it is very near to the horror of despair. 16. Hell, purgatory, and heaven seem to differ as do despair, almost despair, and the assurance of safety. 17. With souls in purgatory it seems necessary that horror should grow less and love increase. 18. It seems unproved, either by reason or scripture, that they are outside the state of merit, that is to say, of increasing love. 19. Again, it seems unproved that they, or at least that all of them, are certain or assured of their own blessedness, though we may be quite certain of it. 20. Therefore, by full remission of all penalties, the Pope means not actually of all, but only of those imposed by himself. 21. Therefore those preachers of indulgences are in error, who say that by the Pope's indulgences a man is freed from every penalty and saved. 22. Whereas he remits to souls in purgatory no penalty which, according to the canons, they would have had to pay in this life. 23. If it is at all possible to grant to any one the remission of all penalties whatsoever, it is certain that this remission can be granted only to the most perfect, that is, to the very fewest. 24. It must needs be, therefore, that the greater part of the people are deceived by that indiscriminate and high-sounding promise of release from penalty. 25. The power which the Pope has in a general way over purgatory is just like the power which any bishop or curate has in a special way within his own diocese or parish. 26. The Pope does well when he grants remission to souls in purgatory, not by the power of the keys, which he does not possess, but by way of intercession. 27. They preach men who say that so soon as the penny jingles into the money box, the soul flies out of purgatory. 28. It is certain that when the penny jingles into the money box, gain and avarice can be increased, but the result of the intercession of the church is in the power of God alone. 29. Who knows whether all the souls in purgatory wish to be bought out of it, as in the legend of St. Severinus and Pascal? 30. No one is sure that his own contrition is sincere much less that he has attained full remission. 31. Rare is the man that is truly penitent, so rare is also the man who truly buys indulgences, that is, such men are most rare. 32. They will be condemned eternally together with their teachers, who believe themselves sure of their salvation because they have letters of pardon. 33. 
Men must be on their guard against those who say that the Pope's pardons are that inestimable gift of God by which man is reconciled to him. 34. For these graces of pardon concern only the penalties of sacramental satisfaction, and these are appointed by man. 35. They preach no Christian doctrine who teach that contrition is not necessary in those who intend to buy souls out of purgatory or to buy confessionalia. 36. Every truly repentant Christian has a right to full remission of penalty and guilt, even without letters of pardon. 37. Every true Christian, whether living or dead, has part in all the blessings of Christ and the Church, and this is granted him by God, even without letters of pardon. 38. Nevertheless, the remission and participation in the blessings of the Church, which are granted by the Pope, are in no way to be despised, for they are, as I have said, the declaration of divine...